On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, my mission has always been to help young girls and young women, you know, really see who they truly are, you know, so they're more aware of their ability to live beyond society's standards because society's standards are jacked up, you ask me. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Lady, we have a very special guest on the podcast today. We are so excited. But let me just go ahead and read her bio so you can learn a bit more about her. Lydia C. Rivera is a HarperCollins author, filmmaker, entrepreneur, inspirational speaker, confidence coach, vitiligo advocate, and Navy veteran. She's passionate about film, advocating, and encouraging others to discover their confidence and self-love from within. As a creator, she has successfully written and directed her first film project on vitiligo titled Beauty Marks. She's been featured on various podcasts and radio shows, including Friends and Beauty Podcast, Kicking It with Kiki, Conversations Live, and Cultivating Her Space. Among her various titles, Lydia is a dedicated vitiligo advocate within the vitiligo community, and her desire is to positively impact the lives of others within our community. Lydia is also the owner of LC Media Productions and the founder of Confidence Build Her Academy, offering confidence-building courses and coaching with a mission to empower women to embrace their individuality, inner and outer beauty, and emerge from the fear of becoming the impactful individuals they are destined to become. She graduated from Excelsior College, earning an associate degree in administrative and management studies and a bachelor of science in psychology. This year, get ready for this, y'all. This year, she added author to her list of titles with her first children's book called I Absolutely Positively Love My Spots. Featuring a vibrant protagonist with vitiligo, the picture book is a rhyming ode to loving the skin you're in with illustrations by Giselle Ward honoree Nina Mata. Also, the school library journal says this book is highly recommended. Lydia, welcome to Cultivating Her Space. 
Thanks. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. That listen, that sounded really good. That that's really all you, but it's all you. Yes. <laughs> that's all you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Seriously, ladies. Thank you. Well, we are going to move into our quote of the day. And Lydia, this quote will sound really familiar to you because not only was it just mentioned in your bio, but it also added to your title as an author. So our quote of the day, I absolutely positively love my spots. Yes. Yes. Of the day. Yes. <laughs> so Lydia, when you hear our quote of the day, which is also the title of your children's book, yes. say more about what comes up for you. Oh, you know what? If I could be quite honest, that quote was my affirmation for a long time until I believed it, like until I truly believed it, because for so long, I did not. I absolutely positively did not love my spots. I did not love this person that you see today. So when I hear that, I absolutely positively love my spots. That's a liberating affirmation. It's a freeing quote that I believe in it. I, I believe it wholeheartedly. I, I mean, to write a book and use what I believe was an affirmation for me to help me get through a lot of the dark times in my life and to have that as the title is like, it's like, I know what it did for me. I know how it freed me from, you know, this, what I would like to call this mental prison that I once was captive, you know, I was captive in. I can only imagine when people use that and say that and mean that what they can be freed from, you know, what they can learn to absolutely positively love, whether it be your spots, whether it be your past experiences, you know, because truly we sometimes get to a place, especially women, where we're like, I wish I could just forget about what I went through. I wish I could forget about that. But why? But why would you want to do that when your past, granted, it may be colorful, it may contain parts that you're like, I wish I didn't go through it, but going through it, right? It allows you to become who you are today. You know, it's so when I hear that, it's just, it's a liberating statement. It's a liberating affirmation. It's a liberating quote. So shout out to the quote of the day. Yes. 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 Come on. Oh, we appreciate it. You already preaching. Okay, we starting off preaching. Come on, Lydia. Oh, so we have so many questions for you, but we okay. want to start off from the beginning and try mm -hmm. to like keep this conversation as organized as possible. So can you tell us what's your origin story? How did you become the Lydia C. Rivera that we see today? Okay, so, well, I am from Georgia and that's where my family was, you know, we're from. My family was very wealthy and they were extremely successful, affording me the opportunity to have such a beautiful, stress-free life exempt from life traumas and unfortunate life experiences. That was all a lie. I was lying. I just made all that up, except the fact say, that I'm from Georgia. <laughs> say, oh wow. my goodness, you don't hear that from our community. That's amazing. <laughs> that was all a lie, except the fact that I am born and raised um, in Georgia. I'm from Georgia. 
In fact, my story, the origin of my story is full of childhood and adulthood trauma, you know, resulting in this woman that you see today. Like I said before, you know, we tend to go through things in our life and try to forget those things, but I will never forget those things because the woman you see today, you know, I give credit to those experiences. They helped to mold me into the woman I am today. I was born with a skin condition known as vitiligo, yes. And so from the beginning of my life, things were not considered normal, so to speak. You know, I grew up in a small town where we didn't have much of anything. I came from very little. Fast forward, I became a single teen mom at age 18, became a mother of two by 19. Then I became a mother of four by 26 and divorced by 33, served in the Navy for almost 14 years. However, I knew that there was just so much more to my life than what was handed to me. So I went on this self-discovery healing journey to know more about me and who God created me to be. And here I am today. I'm still a mom of four. I'm still divorced, <laughs> but I'm happy and I'm blessed. I'm successful. Give God all the glory for that. I'm unashamed of anything I've ever experienced and gone through. I'm unapologetically me. I live in purpose and I live on purpose. So there we go. Hey, lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real, and we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business, brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and your personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay. We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you uplevel your life. So if you love our mission or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon, and we highly highly encourage you to join the Sister Frontier so that you can get some one-on-one -on -one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. Yes. Yeah. 
I live in purpose and on purpose. Yes. Yes. And so, Lydia, you know, we talked before we started recording about Mm -hmm. how this conversation would go when you got the questions ahead of time. And one of the things we said was, we're just going to go with the flow and other questions may come up as you share things. And so one of the things that, one of the questions that came up for me based on what you shared was, what is one of the biggest life lessons you learned as you have been on your journey? Mm-hmm. One of the biggest life lessons that I've learned is you, we have got to stop trying to control the things we have no control over. Whether that be people, whether that be situations, whether whatever that may be, we don't have control over a lot of things. The things we have control over, okay, you know, do what you got to do with that. But there's a lot of things we don't have control over. You know, um, I mentioned, you know, the childhood traumas. I'm not ashamed of anything I've gone through. I'm not ashamed of it. Um, Do I sometimes wish, I wish this didn't happen to me? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one goes through life like, yeah, I want this to happen and I want to go through hell and high water. No one, you know, says that. But at the same time, I do believe that things happen for a reason. I believe that, you know, a lot of times what we we have to, when we go through in life, it's for a purpose. Let me say that. I think it's all for a purpose, whether that be to help someone else get through um, and reach their breakthrough, whatever it is. So one of the life lessons for me was simply not worrying about the things I have no control over. I couldn't control certain things that happen in life. But what I can control is how I allow it to affect me, how I allow it to affect me, especially moving forward in my life, because there are people that are looking at you you know what I mean and there are people that are like especially if you have children right we they're going to go through things in their life and they're going to watch you how did you get through that how did you deal with certain situations you know how did it how did, let me see how I allow see how my mom allowed certain things to affect her no she couldn't control it you could you can't control it right so certain things you just can't control how do you move forward how do you control what you can't control how do you control yourself your thoughts emotion that is so powerful and I don't know if you heard that on the podcast before but Dom talks about that a lot and we've talked about that on the podcast a lot really Lydia yes it's so powerful right like focus on what you can control because that's all we can control and so you talked about being born with a skin condition called vitiligo and I just want to know like what are some of the important facts about vitiligo that individuals without personal experience with the condition may not be aware of, but should understand. Because I feel like sometimes when people are ignorant, they ask silly ass questions. And I know they say uh-huh. no silly, no questions silly, but like, I just think about people who just don't have a frame of reference. Like what are some things that people should know? One thing that I believe people misconstrue about vitiligo is whether or not it's contagious. Too many times, oh my Lord, too many times have I had people walk away from me, not want to sit next to me when I was younger. Even as a grown-ass woman, people will still make their, you know, try to keep that distance because 
I don't know if they think that it's contagious. And I need people to know, like, no, babe, you cannot get vitiligo from touching me. That's not how this works. I have people that I know within the vitiligo community and they're like, you know, they go and try and pay for something, you know, at a store and they'll move their, you know, they'll put the money on the counter versus in their hand thinking that, you know, oh, I don't want to touch them. I don't know if I can get that as well. That's not how vitiligo works, okay? It's an autoimmune condition. It's a disorder that basically causes white patches on the skin to form when, let's say, um, due to the loss of destroyed or lost or damaged pigment-producing cells, which are called melanocytes. It's the cells that produces our melanin. So for some people, it's lost, it's damaged, it's destroyed. Again, we have no control over that. We have no control over that, okay? So I want people to know, like, it's something... you. It's not contagious. You can't get it from touching someone. You know, there are speculations that it could be hereditary. The stress causes it. For me, I was one day old. I know I wasn't stressed out. But, and I have no one in my family, no one that has vitiligo. So it's still one of those disorders where it's like a lot of unknowns. There's no cure at all. Some treatments, but no cure. And no, it's not contagious. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. So you said there's no cure. But what are some of the ways that, so though I'm thinking of family and friends, right? Mm-hmm. How can family and friends be supportive? Because I know sometimes people are well-intentioned, but the impact is in- insensitive as hell. Mm-hmm. And so... How can family and friends be supportive of someone who has vitiligo? I think that family, friends, neighbors, strangers, whoever, the best way to support someone that may not look like you, that may have a disorder, skin condition, whatever it might be is Simply to be kind. That was the, the golden rule. Treat people how you want to be treated. There's no science to, to this. Again, you know, we have no control over certain things. You know, I couldn't go to God and be like, hey, Lord, I know you're about to put this patch on my face. I'm going to need you to hold on. Let's reconsider this spot you're about to give me. We have no control over what God decides to design. He makes no mistakes. So when he decides to make each and every one of us masterpiece, we've got to not only embrace who we are, but embrace everyone else around us. And it just simply, the science behind it, being kind, you know, accepting people for who they are, just the way they are. I do think that another thing is being mindful of the things that you say. We're all, we're, people, we're curious, right? We're curious. We have questions. We want to know, right? There's just a way to ask certain questions. There's a way, you know, to be inquisitive. You want to know something? Ask me. You want to know what I have? Ask me. But when you come up to me real rude, you know, like, what What happened to your skin? Oh, what happened to you? I've had people tell me, listen, y'all, I've had people come up to me and literally, I don't even know you, and say, were you in a, like, they have their own story already in their mind. Were you involved in a house fire? Were you burned? Were you burned with acid? 
Like I've had the most <laughs> ridiculous thing said. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I can, you know, I can understand a person being inquisitive, being curious, but there has to be a more respectful way for you to come to anyone and ask them about their personal body, about them. Like, because my little life doesn't affect you. It affects me. So. Exactly. Come correct. Lydia. Okay. I don't want to put the burden of representation on you. Uh-huh. And while we're here, because I know everyone has their unique experience, but while we're here, I feel like some of what you're saying feels like common sense. Like people should know this stuff, right? So the fact that you're sharing these stories, I'm just like, this is so wild that people live life and they just go up to random people and do this. But uh-huh. let's say that someone is me- meeting someone. I feel I- I'm going to apologize in advance for this question, maybe being elementary, but I hope that it's beneficial for a new person listening. But if you meet someone, they have it like, oh, what is a question? Like, what is the framing of the question? Because you said it's okay to ask me questions. Like, how would you prefer as an individual for someone to ask you if they're genuinely curious? Yeah, I mean, if I, and now let me speak on how I would rather be approached, okay. right? So, again, I understand people want to ask questions. I think the better way to come to someone, God, how would I want someone to ask me what, you know, what do I have going on with my face? I don't know. That's ooh. It's tough, right? Because part of me is also like, it's not a business. You know, it, people just like. Well, mm. I don't mind. I don't mind answering the question. I don't gotcha. mind because at the end of the day, I want to spread that awareness. Mm-hmm. I want to educate. So ask me, you know, I don't know exactly how to act. I don't think I would act, come to someone and say, hey, girl, you know, I think you're beautiful. Just. You know, wondering, you know, what is that skin condition or is that a skin condition or, you know, because I guess maybe start with a compliment. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, before you slap them with the, you know, I think maybe start off with a compliment, you know, because I mean, kindness takes us a long way. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I guess whatever you do, however you say it, because I know it's a saying, you know, it's not always what you say, it's how you say things. Being mindful, not necessarily what, but yeah. how you say it. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And speaking of how you say things, we're mm-hmm. going to switch up the energy a little bit on okay. the interview. And Lydia, because we recognize, appreciate, and celebrate the multifaceted woman, and we believe that it's okay to be bougie, classy, and ratchet, okay. right? You can still be elegant and dance to strip club music. Yeah, we want to invite you to, especially in Georgia. Okay, yeah, hey, <laughs> we want to invite you to the OU Blatchet segment. Do you take on the challenge? Let's go. Let's, let's, hey, let's, let's, let's go. All let's right. get it. Okay, let's do Here it. Go. Here we go. So we have three questions for you. We mm-hmm. have three sentence completions, and then we've been searching for you on social media. We've had three photos pulled up from social media okay. and we're going to sh- we're going to have you choose a number out of one and three and we're going to share one of those photos on the big screen and we want you to provide more context about the photo that we wouldn't know just by looking at it. Okay. So, we're going to okay. start with the questions first and we're going to ease into the segment. So, okay. the first question is, let's see, I think I feel like we should probably change. Did we already ask this question, Dom, earlier? Not really? Okay, cool. What's the best piece of wisdom or advice you've ever received? Take it one day at a time. That's good. Mm, I like that. Classic right there. I like yeah. that. One day at a time. That's how I live my life. 
I don't want to miss that. anything. I don't want to miss nothing. I don't want to miss anything. So I took it one day at a time, for sure. Well, speaking of not missing anything, you know, you're from Georgia. And so I know that when a good song comes on, <laughs> you're ready to get out on that dance floor, right? What the hell? So when you get out on the dance floor, is it going to be a twerk or a two-step? Oh, we're twerking all night. That's what we like to hear. We're twerking all night. <laughs> all right. We're twerking on what site, okay? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. All night long, we twerking. Test turn up. Come on. Girl, when you and Callie, let us know, okay? Yes. Yeah. Listen, I am moving back to Georgia, so. Oh, you ready yes. for the turn up? Okay. <laughs> yes. Our third question for you is, what's the sexiest item you own? A red lip. A red oh, lip Hey. Okay. 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 No really? lip. We love a red lip. Yes. That's right. That red lip will take you. Okay. So many places. Okay. Listen, <laughs> I love a good red lip. I don't care. Like I love my lashes being done. Right. I actually had a lash appointment today. But if I don't get my lashes done, I'll throw me a pair of shades and a red lip, and I feel like I'm putting all the way together. All, all yes. the way. Yes. All, yep. <laughs> yes. Yep, we are here for it. I'm all ready. All right. And so, on to our sentence completion. One question or topic I wish people asked me about more often is... People ask me a lot of things, right? They ask me a lot of things. I think what I wish people asked me more of is, do I need help? Look at, you know, look at me a lot of times, and I'm pretty sure a lot of women listening can definitely relate being the strong woman always, right? Yes. You know, yeah, I'm a strong woman. Yeah, I'm resilient. But let's not forget, I'm still a woman. Now, I don't want to discredit my femininity. Like, I'm still a woman. I'm still a want to a woman and be treated as such. So, you know, sometimes I don't want to always wear the cape. I sometimes wouldn't mind people asking me more of, do I, you know, do you need help? And I don't think that even answered the question. I think you asked me. <laughs> no, that's Wait, good. Did, what was the question? How yes. did you word the question? Was it? Yes. Okay. okay. It was okay. one question or topic I wish people asked me about more often. And you said you wish people asked you, how can I help? Do yes. you need some help? Yeah. 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 That's good. Like that. that was yeah. a good yeah. one. We like that, that was, too. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was fire. Yeah. Our next sentence completion for you, Lydia, is... The most embarrassing thing I've ever done to get my crush's attention is your facial expression. <laughs> oh man. Ooh, y'all asking so juicy. Okay. Very juicy. Yes. 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 What have I ever done to get my crush attention? Let me see. I got a crush right now. So let me see what I've done hey. to get his attention. <laughs> pretended that I was okay so I pretended that I was texting a friend something explicit <laughs> but intentionally I really was trying to send him what I sent him and then was like oh man I was trying to send this to somebody else yes. so she could give me her advice and he, he was, what was like, his reaction 
<laughs> Girl, he was like, send me more. But then no, that's right. Oh, that's so <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> you better go ahead, girl. Send yes. thirst traps. You send thirst traps, girl. Mm. Okay, I'll send some more. No worries. I got you. I got that's you. A, that's, that's, a a good. Good. that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So our final sentence completion. What I love most about myself is my drive, my ambition. My resiliency. The fact that I don't give up easy. Yep. Been, been through a lot, but my drive is on 1,000. I never take a no. If someone tells me no, I'll make it a yes. I'll go find my own yes. I'll create a yes. Because I do believe that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And, you know, three principles I'm real about love is, you know, without Christ's confidence and courage, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. I wouldn't be able to do the things that I get to do today. So I love the fact that I know that with the strength of God, I, I can do whatever I want to do, be who I want to be. And I don't take a no. I'm very resilient. Yes. I love that. Christ, yes. confidence, and courage. Yes. yes. Three C's. Yes. Come on. Come yes. on, three C's. Yeah. All right. Lydia, we have some photos put up. They're so beautiful. These photos are so bomb, but okay. we're only going to choose one. So, Lydia, if you can choose a number out of one and three, and we're going to show you the photo, and we want you to provide more context about the photo. I'm going to go with number one. Number one. Okay, let's see number one. Oh, this is cute. Okay, so Lydia, if you can describe the photo first and then give us the context, because some people will only be tuning in to the audio. However, our patrons on Patreon will be tuning into the video. So describe okay. the photo once it, it's revealed and then give us some context about this that we would not know. This. Oh, okay. This here was December 2022. I was on my way to Georgia, actually, to spend with my sister. I actually just freshly laid this lace front. Come on. Describe I, the photo, uh, Lydia, for the people who can't see. Yes. Okay. So I did a little natural beat. Nothing wrong with the nice brown lippy and a lip gloss. Just like I yep. said, this beat that's fresh, this fresh lace. Yes. Pat from Amazon. Love a fedora. Good fedora. I actually love turtlenecks. I love, love turtlenecks, girl. I love how so they just cute. like... Yes, I, I I love a good turtleneck. Yeah, a very simple picture. You know, who doesn't like a good car picture? I feel like when that sun is hitting just right in the car. Yeah, it's different. It's different. 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 It's different. everything. Thank yes. you, Marvin. <laughs> okay. It's so cute. Thank you. This was fun. We appreciate yes. anything else about the photo. Are you so good about what you shared? I will. I think that within. I will say this in this part of my life, and when I took this picture i was really coming into stepping into being a divorced woman being single i got divorced in 2019 and in 2022 was kind of like that year where i was like yeah this is this is this has happened girl like it's been years now time to accept it mm -hmm. and this picture here really does give like she's strong like she's embracing the phase she's in her life even though you know Internally, I may be dealing with some things. I'm a firm believer of never ever look like what you're going through. Mm. And never look like what you've been through. You know, I believe it. When you look good, you feel good. When you feel good, you do good. Yes. And so if I can label this picture a good day, Pain. it's a good, it's a good yes. era. It's, good. it's all good. And yes. Lydia's very good. So 
Yeah. Yes. I am so amazed that you knew like the month and year where you took the picture. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I was on my way. I was like, there's not even a caption. It's just a photo. Nothing. And you were like right back into it. I'd be like, that's me. I took the right like You own it. Yes. I told you. I've lived like one day at a time. I don't miss nothing. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I, I don't miss it. nothing. I remember everything. Everything. <laughs> got this. We appreciate you playing along for the Oh You Blatches segment. This yes. is fun. We're going to dive back into some questions. I'm trying to think where we should go now, Don. Hmm. Well, I think we should talk about your film. Okay. So, uh, Lydia, you have a film called Beauty Marks. So, Ooh. can you tell us more about this film and what was the inspiration <laughs> behind this film? Ooh, this is my baby, y'all. This is my baby, Beauty Marks. Oh, my God. So it was inspired by my personal life experiences, by my, this is true life events that you would see in this film. Like, what you see really transpired in my life. You know, I'd gone through many trials in life, not just from having a little LIGO, but also just being a woman. And just being a woman coming from nothing, coming from poverty, coming from lack. And Beauty Marks, it was kind of like my way of showing people who I really am. Like, not even so much of me, you know, but also just who a lot of us women are, who a lot of us are. This, when you watch the film, you'll find a lot of relatable scenes for some, you know, that may have experienced different things in their lives. So the story, it's a drama, a heartfelt drama that surrounds the life of Cassie. Cassie is my nickname for people that don't know. Okay. Yes. Born with a skin condition, vitiligo. But she's subject, subjected to a life of abuse, of loneliness due to her strangely evident marks on her skin. So... The purpose of Beauty Marks was to encourage and to give hope to the hopeless, the ones that are brought into this tumultuous life that we never asked for, and the hope and the encouragement to really, you know, to keep going until you reach the life that you deserve and that you desire. You know, it's an empowering and compelling story. I wrote it in 2018. Initially, it was supposed to be a book, but God had other plans. And and even now, you know, I continue to work to push it and get it on a big screen because it's so, so powerful. You know, I believe all of our stories, they all, our life stories are supposed to help someone else. Like God didn't give you the life that you have. He didn't give you the knowledge. He didn't give you all of that for you to sit on it. Mm. And you're so, like, our job is to not be crabs in a bucket or bring people down, but more sort of pull them out. You see what I mean? So like mm-hmm. maybe some things I may have gone through, you know, will help someone else. Some things that you may have gone through, maybe some things that you've learned along, you know, life and you've got tools and wisdom and knowledge that you have gathered throughout your life. When you put it in your two pouch of life, the our job, our goal is to help someone else, right? So Beauty Marks is, that's, a little bit of my life story and I, I, I love it. I love where, it. Where can we watch it? How can we support? Yeah. Like, what, yes. are, what are our next steps? Yes. YouTube. Everything's on YouTube, oh, right? Perfect. Yes. 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 So you listeners can go watch it today? Right now. Perfect. Right now. Okay. Right, right, right now. <laughs> Do it. Go to YouTube. 
Yes. yes. Beauty Marks, Lydia C. Rivera, you'll find it. Boom. Yes. And go comment yes. on the video too, lady, as you watch. Comment on her video, yes. share it, support. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> You got yeah. your film out. You over here making boss moves. Can you tell us about the inspiration for your confidence build her academy? And what does that entail? How can people support and get involved with that as well? Yes. So I am a certified life coach. I specialize in confidence building. That is what I do. And go figure, right? Like me, like I was a woman who was once, you know, had very low self-esteem, no confidence at all, none, zero. None. And God was like, I got plans for you, girl. So, okay. And here it is. I'm a whole co- coach. I, I know, you know, I just felt like I was being called to help others, you know, become liberated from a similar mental prison. You know, in 2018, after I wore makeup for years covering my vitiligo, people didn't even know I was in the military and people didn't even know I had vitiligo. I served with people and then in 2018, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I need to take it off. I need to take off the mask, the literal and figurative mask. Like, cause I was wearing makeup to cover it and I was being someone I wasn't mm-hmm. just to make other people comfortable to be around me. Like mm-hmm. I was making myself uncomfortable to make others comfortable. Like, okay. That's yeah. crazy. That's people crazy. So many of us do that. So okay. many yes. of us so do powerful. that. Yeah. Lydia, was there a pivotal point in your life? Like, was there an experience that happened? You were like, fuck it, I'm done with this makeup. Or was it just gradual over time? I think it was probably gradual over time. But I think also, so when I was in the military, I got stationed from Virginia to Florida. And when I moved to Florida and that Florida sun hit me and then the makeup was just running on in my eyes and burning. And I was like, ooh, okay, this might be... <laughs> the time to get rid of this makeup because this ain't working with this Florida heat. But yeah, I think that, you know, that was probably, 2018 really was it for me. I was just tired. You know, I went live with CoverGirl's first model with Vitiligo, Amy Deanna. We went live on Facebook. Yeah. And she encouraged me. She actually plays a huge part into me embracing my Vitiligo, embracing who I am. And so we went live and... From that point, the support that I received from the people I served with in the military, the support I received just from my followers. And at the time, I wasn't doing any of this. I was with a regular degula. And just what I received from that was like, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. And it ignited, you know, a fire in me. To encourage, to, you know, to do that for someone else. So the Confidence Builder Academy came, you know, my mission has always been to help young girls and young women, you know, really see who they truly are, you know, so they're more aware of their ability to live beyond society's standards because society's standards are jacked up, you asked me. Yes. You see yes. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, that Confidence Builder Academy, that is also my baby. I love what I get to do. I get to teach women and young girls how to embrace their own individuality with confidence, resiliency, self-love, discover their true, authentic selves, and how to live comfortably according to their own standards and not based off of this faulty world's metric system of how we as women should be or should look or should act. And of course, I incorporate my three principles, Christ, confidence, and courage. That's what, that's how we doing this at, at the Confidence Builder Academy. So, yeah. 
And so I know as you're saying that, I know that there are so many listeners out there who are, you've piqued their interest, right? And your story has resonated with them. Or it's, they know someone who could benefit from the Confidence Builder Academy. Mm -hmm. And so how can our listeners take part in the Academy or recommend it to someone else? Yeah, y'all, come on over here. This is what I love to do. (laughs) This is my calling, y'all. This is the purpose on my life. God literally called me to young girls and to women. So www.lydiacrivera.com. That easy. LydiaCRivera.com. I am on every platform you can think of. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. You look my name up. L-I-D-Y-A. Lydia C. Rivera. The Confidence Builder Academy. I am so, so elated on where God has positioned me. Because, you know, before I was only coaching virtually. And God blessed me with my own space. So your homegirl got a whole brick and mortar out here. <laughs> you better do it. You know yes. Yes. So you can pull up on me. You can pull up on me if you live in Florida. Right. I'm actually going to open another location in Georgia once I move. So yeah, this is big. This is serious. I take my calling very serious. I take mm. it very serious. So LydiaCRivera.com. And yeah, come on and get this transformation through. That's amazing, Lydia. Thinking about how you talked about, like, you stopped wearing makeup in 2018, right? Yeah. Like, stop covering. And to think that you've made so much progress in this amount of time is unbelievable, right? So yeah. incredible. We are so excited for you. This is so needed. And when we think about your children's book, I absolutely positively love my spots. Okay. Can we talk a bit about why it's important to talk to children about vitiligo? And I will say I have a two-year-old daughter. And as we were preparing to have this conversation with you, I'm like, I want to get her a doll that has vitiligo so she can be aware and can see that before she meets someone so that she can have the knowledge to possibly advocate for that child. You know what I mean? So what in your experience, why is it important to talk to children about this, whether they have vitiligo or not? You said it. You know, awareness, education, mm-hmm. you know, by far, I must say that this is one of the greatest accomplishments in my life, being able to sign a major book deal with a publishing company. I'm not a celebrity or none of that, you know, and I didn't have an agent. I didn't have anyone to represent me. But when you position, you know, you work so hard, you position yourself, they come to you. Those opportunities come to you. So I really took the advocacy serious, you know, advocating for vitiligo. I take that very serious. It's important that we're teaching our children, you know, kindness. Bullying is at its all-time high, you know, not to mention suicide rates within our youth. And, And they're starting young. They're starting young. I have a few clients that are very young, under the age of 13 years old. And they're cutting, contemplating suicide because they're dealing with a lot of bullying, a lot of pressure of the world, wanting to fit in. And so I think it's very important that we're educating and we're spreading this awareness and we're celebrating our children. We're celebrating their uniquenesses and their differences. With my book, I absolutely positively love my spots because I do. It's a celebratory ode about a young girl. You know, she has vitiligo 
and how she boldly celebrates her unique skin. It's a self-love letter that I wrote to every child born to stand out. You know, it's a celebration of self-esteem, perseverance, and simply just loving the skin that you're in. It inspires. This is what I love, y'all, because I'm, I'm, I love inspiration, okay? But it inspires all children to appreciate their spots or whatever makes them different. I was inspired to write the book because when I was a little girl, I was not the little girl that you see in the book. I was not confident. Like the little girl in my book, that was not me. Totally opposite. Okay, so I wrote this book for every child who was once me when I was a little girl, because I don't want any child to to feel what I felt or to experience the things that I had experienced. Bullying, ill treatment, talked about, name called. I've, I've been a cow. I've been a, a Dalmatian out there, Scarface, Two-Face, majority of my childhood. I wrote this book for them because no child, especially again, going back to things you can't control. We have no control of how we are born or how, you know, the things that may happen in, to us in our lives. We have no control over even our freckles. We have no control over, you know, the small things. We just don't have the control over certain things. So it's important that we not only celebrate our children and their differences and uniqueness, but we also teach others how to be kind, to accept others and their differences and their uniquenesses. You know, I, like I said, I wasn't confident. I wasn't bold. I wasn't like the, the little girl you see in the book. And I wasn't for a long time like the woman you see today. This is new. This is, a tw this is since 2018, me going through this self-discovery healing journey. This bold, confident woman never, she didn't exist up until 2018. This book is for those living in silence, those not feeling that they're worthy, that they're not enough, that something's wrong with them. Like, no, this is truly a self-love letter to everyone that reads it because the inspiration behind the book and the words comprised in this book came from a genuine and heartfelt place. I've been there. I know what that feels like. So this is another one of my babies and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I get to share it with the world. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh. We are so thankful that you created this book, right? And as you were describing it, it it's not just for children. No. It's something that folks at any age yes. can relate to, can identify with, can gain, gain some empowerment from, right? And yeah. so I'm wondering... You know, what would be your advice for someone in their 20s, their mm -hmm. 30s, 40s, or 50s, even beyond? Yeah. So at any age, what would be your advice for someone who's needing to build their confidence and really see themselves for who they really are? You know, I get a lot of direct messages, DMs from a lot of adults that have come across my book, bought my book. And they're like, I wish I had this when I was a kid. You know, this book really, like I, just reading this book, like, I have adults that are, they're like, thank you. Thank you for this. Like I feel seen just with a children's book. And I'm like, wow. So age is nothing but a number. I believe that's a true fact. Age it's nothing but a number, especially when it comes, you know, to building confidence.
or my advice, build yourself up. Even when your foundation is a bit wobbly. Sometimes the foundation, whether that be where we come from, our upbringing, past experiences, traumas, things like that, it may not have been the best. And most, it hasn't been the most sturdy. So we sometimes may have to restructure that foundation, which may consist of unlearning, relearning, learning something else, learning until we get it right and we get that solid foundation. So we may be unlearning and relearning and learning different and new things in our 20s and our 30s, our 40s, 50s, for the rest of our lives. But the ultimate goal is to create a solid and secure you and a life that you deserve and that you desire. So the foundation is important. You know, I see there'll be situations and even people that are already going to come into your life. Situations, people going to come in trying to demolish you, trying to tear you down. Do you give them a brick and tell them to tear you down even more? No. I think that we must, you know, make sure we're building ourselves up every single day the right way. I don't care what age you are, you know, asking yourself certain things like, you know, what are your sources and what are your resources? My source is God. That's my source. My resources are things like this, you know, certain podcasts I listen to. I'm mindful of what, you know, I allow to encourage and uplift me, inspire me, build me, cultivate me. Being mindful of what you're listening to. Also, I'm picky with who I allow to help build with me. You know, I'm picky with my tribe, but my tribe is secure and it's strong. They're strong, you know. I advise people to speak life. Speak life into you every day. Embrace those people who also are speaking life back in. When you can't, sometimes we go through things. Don't think that you're going to be coughing it every single day. I'm, sometimes I'm like, girl, my girl, listen, I'm going through. I'm, Give, give me something because I'm about to. <laughs> so, you know, I embrace, you know, my tribe, embracing the people that speak life back into even when you can't, you know, building confidence. It starts with the foundation. I truly strongly believe that. And although my foundation wasn't the best in the beginning and I'm still building, I know it's possible to build ourselves up into the most solid, secure and the best version of ourselves. So. Building found, um, building confidence, I believe, is a process. You know, you got to be patient with yourself. You know, importantly, be mindful of the impatient people around you. You know, you got to watch to see who picks up a hammer when, you know, it's time to build. And you got to watch who walks away when you're seemingly falling apart. Because eventually you will blossom. You know, you're going to build that confidence up. You're going to build it up. You're going to build up and blossom into that mansion. And once you do, you'll know exactly who to invite in and who to keep over there. So, yeah, I think foundation is serious when it comes down to building, building up your confidence. You know, think about what you're feeding into you, what, how you're building, what you're listening to. Like I said, your sources and resources. I hope that made sense. That did. You just preached the whole sermon. That was so powerful. Lydia, you are a whole rock star out here, changing the world, making an impact. We appreciate you and the work that you're doing. You are such a beautiful person inside and out. And we just want you to let our listeners know where can, what would you like them to do? What's the next step? Because after hearing your story, I'm sure they're like, we love her. Let's go support. So you have so, so much going on. What's the next step here? How can they connect with you on social media and other places? Yeah, so... Like I said, my website, LydiaCRivera.com. I always try to, you know, keep it up to date so people are able to see what I'm doing. A lot of media is on there. 
I actually just came off a book tour in August. So yeah, girl, your girl's on tour, honey. <laughs> I wasn't announced that tour name, but you know, you were still on a tour that. <laughs> yes, yes, for the tour. So you know, uh, on my website, I try to keep all of that, all the updates of what I'm doing, where I'm at. You know, LydiaCRivera.com. Like I said, I'm on all platforms. I make it simple, y'all. You know, LydiaCRivera.com, Instagram, Facebook. Again, Beauty Marks. It is on YouTube. Lydia C. Rivera, Beauty Marks, and then my book, I Absolutely Positively Love My Spots. It's everywhere, honey. Now, when I say everywhere, girl, God is so good. <laughs> Baby, let us put your girl in Target. I was like, oh, me in Target, girl. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. So the book can be, you know, you can get the book out of Target, you know, Walmart, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. We're in Africa. We're in the UK. Wow. We are we international with this, y'all. We are in the whole world, not a little piece. Okay, world. come on, that, you that go is amazing. Go ahead with yes. your best self. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for you know what's what's ahead. I am relocating to Georgia, so I'm excited for what's ahead. There are a lot of film. I feel like it's going to come from when I relocate to Georgia because a lot of my film connects are there and we're talking and, you know, some things are, you know, just a brew out, you know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, we we'll keep we our know. eyes on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you I'll so like much, it. Lydia. This was so amazing. We'll make sure to keep yeah. in touch. So when you have the movie that's in theaters across the globe, we'll make sure oh, to have you back now. on yes. so we can talk about the movie. Of course. Oh my gosh. Yes. Hey, yes. I'm receiving it, girl. <laughs> Keep on talking. Come on with it. Come on, yeah. We appreciate this is amazing. This is so needed. This is a much, just yes. a much needed conversation. So we appreciate you. We honor you. And let's keep in touch, girl. Thank you. Yes, definitely. This was awesome. Yes. You are so super beautiful. And this, the title of the podcast was like, oh yeah, let's get it. My publicist was like, girl, we got, I'm like, oh yeah, let's get it. So keep doing what you're doing. You know, women, I can appreciate and love women that are wanting to help others and to bring, you know what I mean? Like I, I love a woman who, who can encourage and power uplift. Like yes. I am all for that. You know, it's too much of that cattiness already. And nobody got time for that. Okay. Nobody got time for that, At you know? All. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No. So thank you ladies for having me on here. I, I appreciate it. And we will definitely stay connected. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at herspacepodcast.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Every dream within me exists because it's possible.